The Pacific Cooperation Foundation announced the winners for its inaugural Pacific Cooperation Foundation Youth Leadership Awards at Parliament last week in a special ceremony hosted by the Honourable Alpito Toi Solusulutor Faisua William Seal, Minister for the Pacific Peoples and Associate Minister of Foreign Affairs. The aim of the PCF Youth Leadership Awards is to encourage and reward service leadership to benefit our communities, not just in Aotearoa, New Zealand, but also the Pacific region. This morning we are joined by the uh, the final of our awardees, Dr. Brittany Stanley Wishart, winner of the PCF Pacifica Health Ambassador Award sponsored by Pacific Health Plus, of Samoan and Cook Island descent, Brittany was born and raised in Wellington and is the eldest child and eldest grandchild within her family. She currently works as a doctor in West Auckland and last year commenced her special training in psychiatry. Uh, Dr. Brittany Stanley Wishart joins us now on Pacific Breakfast for more. Kia ora, Malosu and thank you for your time this morning, Brittany. Kia well, firstly, uh, as, as we have been doing with all of our uh, awardees, uh, please tell us a little bit more about yourself. <laughs> uh, so my name is Brittany Tarsisa Stanley Wishart, um, born and raised in Wellington, New Zealand, and uh, I'm Samoan on my grandfather's side from the villages of Banganga and Savalalo, uh, and then on my grandmother's side from the villages of Lepia and Lefifi. Um, and then also my grandmother's side, uh, Cook Island from the island of Penryn. So, yeah. And then on, on my other side, I've um, got some Lebanese, Irish, Scottish heritage. So a bit of a mix. Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of me. <laughs> well, a United Nations global citizen, no less. So that, that, that's good. And uh, out of curiosity, whereabouts in Wellington uh, did you grow up there? Uh, I grew up in uh, Tutahi Bay and uh, Tawa. Go the bay. Um, is it right to ask? Because I went to Altier College. What college you went to? <laughs> I went to Tower College, actually. <laughs> okay. Yep. We can continue the interview then. That's good. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, your reaction at winning the award, and of course, what it means to you and your family, Brittany. Uh, a surprise. I didn't know about the award, so someone actually nominated me, which was lovely and, and and yeah so I was very surprised um and just very grateful for the honor uh and the privilege because I guess um just similar to my graduation which was about me and and about my family this was a little bit different because it was it's about our people it didn't really feel like my award it, it's it's you know for our people so yeah <laughs> And for your family, you know, what were some of the, the, the comments and that and the well wishes from them? Yeah, just they were, yeah, very proud, very proud of of me, I guess, and my work. And I guess, uh, you know, my close family have seen how hard I work. So I think that was just, I guess, nice for them to feel reassured that, you know, there was a little bit of a recognition for that. So that was nice. Um, yeah. And that all the student loans were worth it. And see, look, I told you, I told <laughs> yeah. you I'd finish. Good, good, good. <laughs> now, for you, health and, uh, you know, why and in particular psychiatry, this particular branch, uh, Brittany? Yeah, uh, I didn't uh, get into health on purpose. I sort of, you know, fell into it. I, you know, truly feel that God set the pathway up for me. I, I, yeah, it just 
although there were other options, the, the, the straightest path for me was always in this direction. I never really fully made a, a, a decision myself. <laughs> so I ended up in health, I ended up studying medicine and um, kind of fell into psychiatry. I didn't intend to, but I, I love it. I, I really enjoy it. It works for me as a person. Um, I, it just makes sense to me and I, and I enjoy having conversations with people. Um, yeah, so it was definitely the best, if I made a decision, the best decision that I, that I made to be in psychiatry, yeah. So talking about uh, psychiatry, and if we look at like, uh, you know, in terms of Pacifica mental health, where do you currently see, you know, the biggest challenges in, in this space and, and how best to address them? Mm. It's a very uh, complex question. Well, actually, it's not actually that complex, to be honest. I think it feels complex because the reality is what we need to improve mental health outcomes and health outcomes is an improvement in social determinants of health, which uh, are not directly related not directly related to health. So, you know, we need to see improvements in, in, in employment and improvement in access to care and access to safe spaces and, you know, housing and, and education and things like that. And all of those things contribute to our outcomes. So that's, that's the crux of it. And until we see an improvement in that, we're not going to see, uh, you know, uh, we're not going to see equitable outcomes. Um, but I guess you know, that that requires quite a lot of collective effort, um, effort at a governance level, if putting pressure on, say, MPs and on government. Um, but I guess the other side of it, the, the side as an individual that we can do um, is, is those conversations, because I think for quite a long time, those conversations about mental health in our community have been a really taboo subject and a taboo topic so you know if we're going to talk about individual level stuff it's just being able to hold space for those types of conversations um not being confrontational not not being judgmental and you know asking open-ended questions and uh looking coming from a place of trying to understand the other person rather than already having an assumption about what's going on for them so if we can start having those conversations and, and they can be heavy and, um, you know, a bit of a, a trigger warning for the, for the next part, but, but those conversations can be heavy um, and, and, you know, realising that it's okay to ask about whether or not someone is having suicidal thoughts and just, just directly asking them and, and that's okay. And that is a misconception that that would increase the risk. Um, but yeah, if we want to be protecting our, our family and our, our young people, especially who, um, yeah, that, that's, I think, what we need to be doing and can do as individuals at the moment. Nice. Now, yeah. uh, you went on a trip, uh, please, uh, to Samoa. Can you tell us uh, yeah. more about that? Because I understand it was part of the aid effort during the measles outbreak. You know, tell me about your time in Samoa and what you took away from that trip, please, uh, Brittany. Yeah. Uh, so I, so that was in February this year. I was there for about two weeks. I probably haven't, I haven't actually had the opportunity to process it properly. Uh, and so this is kind of the first time I, I'll be talking about it. But um, yeah, I went over with Samoa More Samoa, which is the Samoa Doctors uh, Worldwide Volunteer Service. Uh, went over for about two weeks. Um, in those two weeks, 
I came away from it and was really, really exhausted. I only worked for like a total of seven, eight days. Um, but and I worked in the medical team and I was just helping. So I was just an extra body to be available to help relieve some of the staff. Um, and it was, uh, it was really, really, really hard. Um, and when I say it was hard, at this time, there were no more measles um, outbreak. It was really just to be... Uh, it was, yeah, we were, Samoa was recovering. So everyone was very exhausted, all the local healthcare professionals, very exhausted, very tired, hadn't had a break. Um, and so when I got there, uh, the staffing levels were such, and this is speaking from the doctors, because I didn't, um, I interacted with nursing staff, but I wasn't quite, I didn't know about their rostering, but pretty much the way it worked was every three days, they would work um, from 8 a.m. They would work the day shift, the night shift, they'd work overnight shift, and then they would work the next day, and then they'd go home. So they worked, what's, what's that mess? Um, like 36 hours, is that right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, and they would do that every three days, and then they would be working every single weekend. Uh, and the money that they earned, they earned about a, about a quarter of what I, would, I earn, and um, when I was there, their pay got cut. And so these are some amazing local professionals. Honestly, so everyone is so intelligent over there because they don't, um, they don't have you know as accessible CT scans and as accessible other stuff. So um, and investigations. So they are really intelligent. They're really really onto it. And so um, it was just really hard to see that they don't they hardly ever get to spend time with their families um they're working for you know for Samoa and um they love what they do but because of these conditions finding it very very hard to find reasons to stay so that was really really hard to see and I was exhausted and I can't even imagine I didn't even do stay I didn't stay late I didn't stay on the weekend so I, I can't even yeah it was really really hard to to see what would you say, looking back at your time in Samoa, Brittany? What was the, you know, the biggest takeaway or or lesson or life, you know, life learning experience for you? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, it sounds kind of sad, but I think my my takeaway is that it doesn't matter if you love something or love. Uh, you know, if you if you continue to be in stressful environments and continue to be overworked, then over time that love gets uh, what's the word um, like diminishes. Like the the stress of it overrides your passion for it. I think that sounds really awful, but that 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 was what I took from it. Mm. But it was. I mean, I was you know I was a privilege to be there. I was very grateful to have the opportunity to just um, to to yeah to take away some of that workload um but but yeah overall the how professionals over there that I guess the other thing is they're just amazing I was so amazed with how resilient they are and how intelligent they are and how onto it they are it was that was good that was good yeah <laughs> I can totally relate to with that I mean hey uh, a parent of uh, seven and you know grandparent to seven so well oh, wow. <laughs> goes in waves diminishes and then comes back up so there you go yeah. you know and if, well, you, yeah. and if you think about it it's very good in terms of you know psychiatry practice you know like a, a good observation you know like oh okay why am I feeling like this and uh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so hey it's, it's yeah. all learning put it all down to learning yeah. so that's good oh, it's all learning. <laughs> yeah, totally now good. uh 
what's on the cards for 2021, Dr. Brittany? <laughs> I'm actually, I'm sort of taking a break. I'm, I'm going over, or planning to go over to Australia for six months next year just to contract. Yeah, so a contract in a, a hospital over there somewhere. Um, and that's kind of to just take myself out for a bit and just have a break. But I mean, knowing me, I'll end up doing something over there as well. But And then I'll return to Auckland and continue my psychiatric training. Yeah, and then just go from there. Just going with the flow kind of thing. Not really, yeah, not, not yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's always good. <laughs> now, uh, with all our awardees uh, this week, we've been asking for final words and, and messages, you know, for for all of you. Uh, you know, not only being nominated, but winning. You know, uh, I see you all as uh, leaders, you know, of our, our next generation. So, What's the words to our, you know, our, especially our young people this morning, please, Brittany? I, yeah, um, I, if I had words, I would say that, uh, like, realize that, that you're carrying so much that you have a very heavy load, that not only things are you carrying from this lifetime, but there's things that you're carrying from your parents, your grandparents, our ancestors, for all the things that they experience. And that stuff is really heavy. So, you know, if you're feeling stressed out, if you feel like crap, I mean, like, it's not surprising that you feel that way because all of this, this stuff is weighing on you. And so I guess I say, try and acknowledge that and try and share that burden, try and hopefully people will create safe spaces. Hopefully you will have a safe space around you and try and share that burden. And if you don't have a safe space, you know, go to the a GP or, or go to a, a teacher or, or a, someone else that you trust. Um, yeah, share that burden, share that load. Uh, yeah, that's what I think I would say. Awesome, in perfect way. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, a very big thank you. Meitaki Ma'ata, Fafatai Lava, Dr. Brittany, Stanley Wishart, congratulations again. A very Merry Christmas to you and the family and all the very best for 2021, dear. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. <laughs>